0: It's been a while, Jay. It has uh, been a
1: while, man. I've uh, been a long, long time. Stoked to be on here with you, my friend.
0: Yeah, it's taking a, a, a national, international crisis to uh, have us connect again. but
1: Right, <laughs> right.
0: But you were the first person when we started talking about people who've inspired people, who know how to get people motivated, uh, out of their comfort zone, out of fear. Uh, you've done so much for the industry over the last two decades, really. Um uh, I know not everybody knows you, but a lot of people do, and uh, spending time with you right now to kind of break down a little bit about, uh, we'll jump to who you are, right? That's always kind of right. important, but then what we're going to cover sure. today, you've him on stage, you've never heard him speak, you've never heard his breakthrough content that's transformed the way thousands of agents have thought about their business, building their business, scalable businesses, uh, built the last businesses. Uh, Jake Kinder's the man, he was the first person we thought of as a group when we realized that there is a challenge in the market right now. Obviously, uh, every market, real estate market, financial markets, local markets, super have always worked in any market, uh, regardless of circumstances. And when it comes to regardless of circumstances, Uh, We're here with Jay Kinder, who's joining us on the first episode of what we're calling our Stability and Opportunity Series. You got to stabilize and you got to seek the opportunities. They're out there uh, no matter what. And here we are with, uh, again, fantastic Jay Kinder. Appreciate
1: that introduction, my friend. Thanks a lot.
0: You're welcome. Yeah, so uh, give us a quick background from your vantage point on um, who you are, who you help, what you do. And uh, what's going on with the agents, the three thousand agents under uh, your tutelage, under your guidance that you serve, is um,
1: you know it's a lot harder than 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 most people realize when you get in real estate. There's no real um, guidance on how to acquire customers, right? And so um, I was fortunate that I was just dumb enough to think I could figure it out, and um, you know bought basically everything anybody sold, and um, ultimately built a, a business in the little town of Lot Competed with a Remax team that was um, selling 700 homes a year. So I wasn't even number one in my own market, which I I still um, struggle with that fact. But um, it it was good because it it really forced me to um, really hone in on exactly what I had to say and what I had to do in order to win in every situation because I was always competing with someone who was bigger than I was. And so, um, and, 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 you know, found some success in in, in running in a lot of different circles with top agents. You know, you are, you know, show me your five. Closest friends, and I'll tell you your future. Um, I spent a lot of time with other top agents around the country, and was really inspired to, by helping other agents. and And my business partner, Michael Reese, um, got into real estate, um, followed me into real estate. Uh, we had, we were, he's from Lawton as well. It came because of him asking me every single day what what to do. Right? And so, like when you look backwards on anybody who's had success in real estate that I know has you know, there was a whole lot of things that didn't work, and a handful of things that did work along the way. And it was there was no it was definitely not a straight, you know, line journey for most people, and so, but because Mike came to me before he got his license, and then you know, what was that journey? What do I, what should I do here? How should, you know, he he was, he did along the way, um, every step of the way. I was helping him with what to do next, and even though I probably couldn't have told exactly step by step how to do it because you know we were evaluating what he was doing, what was working, what was next along the way, he was able to build it, you know, his business twice as fast as me, and so we became very. Um, Enamored with that, the the fact that anybody could probably do this—if a couple metalheads from Oklahoma could do it—then we could probably help anybody do it. And uh, started, um, you know, coaching and training agents, and really that's been, you know, since 2006. We um, went through a downturn, experienced that whole market, you know, came out of that, and um, experienced the, you know, the uptick again. And so we've seen a lot now, you know, and you know it's kind of hard to to teach somebody some of those things until you actually experience them, but. Um, certainly, I think we could provide some guidance today. Um, but uh, uh, in, in doing that, um, built a brokerage in Dallas, Texas. Um, built a coaching organization worldwide. Um, helped uh, a lot of agents in each individual market with building a brokerage by um, leveraging celebrities such as Barbara Corcoran from Shark Tank and several other um, uh, other um, leaders within different uh, niches on radio stations and television. And um, helped helped a lot of agents build successful businesses. So that's that's really where our passion is people uh, recently in the last three years mookie xp realty loving it uh it's been it's a phenom- phenomenal business model we we truly enjoy it and um, have been you know uh, adding value to the agents that are joining us there and um helping grow that company now so that's been that's that's a 22 year uh, uh, history of uh, yeah, what it yeah. is that i do right
0: yeah you know one thing i think people should know about the level of training that you have just quickly glossed over in a good way um The the hundreds and thousands, if not millions of dollars on courses, conferences, uh, consultants, experts, Jay Abraham, Frank Kern, uh, just to name a few, uh, the late and and great uh, Dan Kennedy, people who uh, have the understanding and ability to transform, you know, know, micro businesses into super businesses and how you've adapted, adopted and created all that, um, I would say intellectual property. For your business, and then have, in fact, kind of like software, downloaded it into thousands of other people's businesses, and so the message I think is what matters most right now. Well, right now and any time, and when we look at uh, agents' number one problem, as you say, the marbles in their mouth. Get the, I remember you saying that from back in the day, and right. so knowing what to say and know what knowing what to do, in normal circumstances, is I think a challenge, and I think right now in these circumstances, even even greater, but still the same. And so right. um, if we could spend some time talking about the language, what to say, what to do, um, things that you've learned, things that you're hearing that, uh, you know, we mentioned earlier, you've got 3000 agents who look up to you and um, consider you a partner in their business. And so if you could spend right. some time right now and kind of extend that partnership to our audience, sure. and help coach Absolutely. them into, you know, some of the first steps, first things to think about, whether it's uh, personal mindset, you know, is it take a cold shower in the morning, something to ground people <laughs> who are freaking out, you know, from personal habits into actual tactics that can help our agents ground themselves, their customers or clients and create stability and opportunity.
1: Right. Sure. Absolutely. i love, love love to have this conversation. And it's, um, you know, I think anybody that that is arrogant enough to come in and say that they know exactly what to expect is, is probably not um, being real truthful <laughs> in terms of, we really don't know what to expect and we don't know exactly how long this is going to take. Um, and we don't know exactly how, as a, as you know, as consumers, how we're going to come out on the other side and how, how we're going to react to um, you know, I mean, I can just tell you from uh, two days of homeschooling my children that um, uh, you know I don't. I'm not sure how I'm going to act, you know, when I'm yeah. able to get them back in school. So, like you know, it, and, and depending on how long this thing is going to last, I, I think you know, you know, we can make a lot of judgment. It's it, it overreacting, or it's not, or it's um, you know, we're you know, I, I feel like we're you know we're doing the right thing as a country as far as doing it and to um you know, to avoid as much death as. possible. And um, and that's that's going to be something that we're going to be all, you know, all glad that we've experienced if they're able to really curtail this like they're trying to do. So so there's that. And um, so what you know, what does that mean for us in an industry? And, you know, as I'm really like still grasping with the fact that like everything is shut down here in Dallas, everything shut down. And, um, you know, yesterday I saw a post and lot and they, you know, the the mayor announced 60 days, you know, all small businesses, um, you know, that weren't essential businesses were shutting down. And people are losing their minds about it. And so, you know, that's their livelihood. And, you know, they basically are told they can't earn an income. And so, you know, those are, those are, these are draft times that we're dealing with, not something that we've ever experienced where, you know, everything has shut down like, like we're as a country are shutting down. And so, um, you know, is it going to slow things down? Absolutely. But what, what does it do? There, in, in every situation, there's, yeah, there's the always an opportunity. There's always an opportunity, right? And so, um, you know, I think, you know, we had a conversation about this last night and um to me you know this is you know it's a very it's a good time for you to you have plenty of time right to um to you know this is a relationship that's right always have and always be you have a ton of relationships either been nurturing or you have been nurturing and I can tell you this even when I got on to the uh to the we were doing a um a live this uh with our group and um even I had a story to tell right like I was you, for sharing my shit show of a day that I had with my kids at home, and people want to talk. You know, they they want to talk to people, and so you know, be be a um, you know be a friend to people uh, with the relationships that you have, um, and and reach out to people and just see how they're doing and um, and how they're dealing with things and and you know and that's the that's the first thing I think that's the most important thing you can do is is um, strengthen the relationships and the bond you have with your past clients and with the data, you know the clients that you currently have. Um, you should have a system um, and a process for when things are moving forward and when you're, you know, you know, two, you know, a week, a week ago, everyone was doing open houses, multiple offers are coming in. There's still that's still happening in a lot of markets. Um, you know, as as if you know that starts to curtail and you're starting to experience things. You know, um, you know, you can have a plan. You know, for us at e- e- EXP, we have a title company that, um, you know, that does closings. You know, and and this isn't something that probably each brokerage is going to roll out. And so you, you have to think. Well, what, what are you doing to protect your clients? What are you doing to, um, uh, to make them feel safe that, Hey, this is, this is the person that I'm, I'm trust. I've been trusted with the, the, just or sell of the best time. And as, as we all know, we've all gotten emails from like every company we've ever done business with in the last, you know, in the last 10 years. Right. And there, you know, there, there's a protocol and here's how we're doing things. Right. And so, um, you know, precautions being made. I can tell you this: my wife about lost her shit when I let some kids in the uh, in the house yesterday. They were neighbor kids, and um, my mom, my wife's a freak. She's like totally like OCD. So, tell us so about I, I knew that.
0: That's just kind of a little funny point for everybody. I saw you who, who, about, about the toothbrushes.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, my wife literally. I didn't know she does this, but she takes the toothbrushes every night, puts them in the dishwasher, and washes them. Right. So like, we're talking an extremist here, right? Like that's not normal. And so, uh, the neighbor, the neighbor kids, uh, show up and, uh, I'm used to living in the country. So I'm not used to having you know, a whole bunch of neighbors anyways, but they just show up to the house and, you know, the kids are losing their mind. So I was like, all right, got to come on in. And so, uh, she literally, um, lost it because come find out, uh, they had just got back from Turks and Caicos. So they had just been on a plane and, and to her, that means that they, they're little carriers of diseases. And so, you know, you know, she's freaking out, you know what I'm saying? So like, you know, you, you don't, you, you don't know. People, you know, you don't know how people are feeling about about this until you ask and and um and you know you have conversations with them about it. So like, you know, I know how my wife is, but you know, if I had my house on the market and somebody was gonna, you know, she she would lose her mind if somebody was just gonna show the property and there wasn't some precautions being made as far as is is this person been pre-approved? You know, have they traveled in the last you know, X number of days or whatever, right? Like that's that would be a real concern for her. And so you you, you may or may not have clients that like that, but you need to start having those conversations with people and just get clear on um, you know what the next steps are. And uh, I think that's something that we will have to do.
0: You you brought up some good points. Everybody's sending out emails about precautions. Um, there are things that title companies are doing to do in-house closings, alleviate concerns of around contamination. Um, there are, I've heard agents doing walkthrough video tour showings, uh, mm-hmm. very, like we'll call it virtual replacements for a place to take the next part of the conversation.
1: Sure. Yeah. So, um, so certainly, um, you know, limit limiting, you know, social distancing, right? That's what we're they're calling it. Um, what What are all the ways you can, you know, that? You know, and we're we're lucky to live in, you know, in a virtual world, and I'm lucky to to be at a virtual company. I can tell you that the amount of training that that you know that happens at EXP, and this is a, a, a pitch for EXP, but like the, it is a huge advantage for us that have virtual offices. That you know, I can go into the cloud today and I can go through six days in a virtual world, I think the investment into um, some of the tools, Matterport and some of the, the different um, things that we can do that really make it like you're almost, look, you're almost in the, is going to be, um, you know, we used to say we're showing online, right? And now mm-hmm. it's like the first or second show, and second showing really more going to be, um, you know, people are going to really be making their decisions much, much more what they're seeing online, at least in the, in the coming 90 days, um, they're going to be doing a lot, a lot more filtering. And any tools that you can use to leverage that are going to be um, things you want to invest in that maybe you haven't invested in in the past. Maybe you weren't doing a lot of the virtual tours and, and investing in some of that. But I think now that's the most, all the best ones. But we use 360, uh, the Matterport and, and uh, the 360 tours of EXP owns a company or something like that called Matterport. What BXP is Matterport? Tour, is similar. Matterport, uh, it's a pretty cool little camera. Um, all I know is this like I'm old school. And so, you know, I remember back in the day when we had, had a Sony Mavica with the little thing, the little floppy disks to get it. Um, and so, right. And so, so I, I always, you know, professional photography was always a big deal to me, but you know, I haven't been actively selling. So I didn't know what the different, you know, another virtual staging company, I'm actually about to sell my house in the country. And uh Box Brownie is, um, is a virtual staging company. And so, you know, vacant homes, that's a, an incredible, it's unbelievable how they're able to stage a home through a virtual staging um, software that that really looks real. It's incredible, and so like that's an, that's something that that's I would what's be. What's their name? Uh, Box Browning out of Australia. They're a huge, huge company. Um, but um, gotten to know that that company, and and it's a, it's a really really incredible tool. But weird name, Box brownie. I don't know where they came up with that. But uh, that's a that's a very um, and it's a it's a you know it's a walk through of the property. It's as as good as being in the house. You can t- you know, turn around and walk just in any direction that you want to walk in. Um, and, and, that's, that has been, um, when I saw the photos that were taken on my, on my home, the first time I didn't sell it, um, was, I was blown away with how, how high quality it was. And so, um, you know, if we're going to have less people wanting to go physically look at properties until they're like, seen, and this is how we're going to, um, limit, limit the number of people that come in your home by investing into the technology that's going to put your house in the best possible light where people don't feel like they physically need to walk through it just to get an idea. They want if they like it or not. Um, you know, they can you know do most of that search online um, without having to to see the property and then be thinking about it.
0: you know, as always, you uh inspire my thinking. Um and reversing kind of back from the closing all the way to the lead, that probably seems like the trajectory for where we're going. So, you know, how to do more secure, safe closings down to showing houses, virtual tours, virtual staging, which is such a cool concept. Uh, you're making me think about. What are the normal things that real estate agents do that, if we could modify for this environment, write a role that we use? I feel like right. the, the shift in language and messaging around that might be the direction that will help differentiate the agents from. Yeah. Right. So. I could almost see, and if this is something that's actually real or you've th- thought about or heard of, but like uh, a listing pack or a pre-listing package that talks about all the ways that we're, we've we adapted to this mm-hmm. market to help sell your home. And so have you heard of anybody putting anything like that together, right? Like here's check the 15, like, you know, I remember you have like the 151 things. I, I remember working on that project with you guys on the, uh, the, the NAEA certified home buyers and home sellers system. And so maybe we right. could use that as a template to kind of pick apart and put pieces into a you know for this market these conditions right and i think that's going to speak to agents and i'm sure you have tons to say about this but you're really reactivating so much of my my work with yeah, you guys it's, I'm, I'm exploding yeah. here with like uh right, right. with with the resurrection of all that all that work we did together
1: um right. yeah so so you know and, and you're it's always inspiring to talk to you justin because you, you're you're such a great thinker and um and the way you 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 know, get around a topic and really try to bubble up the the all the good stuff that we could be doing, and there there really is. And I haven't heard of anybody doing this, but now you got me thinking. So, like, that what we what we should be doing is creating. Like, I'm going to get off this call, and I'm, the rest of my day is going to be like literally going to work on. Yeah, this let plan. Let's,
0: let's put the marketing to work. And right, if we're going to spend right. time, if we're going to spend time prospecting and getting agents into a space of stability and opportunity, there's always people who need to buy and need to sell regardless of the conditions, that number is gonna be much smaller, but like putting all of your hard work into Frank Kern and direct marketing and messaging, mm-hmm. right? Like there was, the, the slices got more narrow, which means it's actually become easier to speak to the people who have this specific need around these specific conditions. And so I feel like modifying what you've done over the course of the year could yeah. really help explode a lot of people's businesses if they can tap and find those people with the right message to market match.
1: Right, there's, 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 there's no doubt. This is a, it, it creates a huge um, recall. Let's just for for lack of a uh, nailing the brand, you know, I'm saying like that's a rabbit hole you could get to it for a while. But you know, you know, it's it's a virtual real estate sell selling you know system, right? That you're, you're you've adapted to the current you know change in the marketplace. Let's create the
0: info it, product right now.
1: <laughs> we're we're going to go to work on it, right? Yeah. So, but that, but that's it. That that's the that is the the. That's, that's the, that is what people want to hear, right? There in this uncertain times, people are concerned with the process. They're, they're concerned, they're more with the letting anybody in their home. How, how we're going to approach this is, is completely different than we have in the past. We're going to virtually. We're going to do a presentation through zoom as opposed to be coming to physically see the property. We're going to, we're going to have like, there's all of the thing. Every, when you think about all the human touch points, in real estate transaction you reverse engineer and you name that system and brand right. what it is that you're doing to adjust to the times today, and that's that's what we're, we're, me and you are vibing on that. That's I don't right, know how right. many people that are listening right. are getting what we're saying, yeah. but that's if you can if you can position yourself as the go person for these uncertain times because you have a system that has been fully adapted to. Um, le- lessen the amount of human touch a human where you're you're, you're in contact with somebody that you don't want to be in contact with um, but that's going to give you a, um, um, a very um, open-minded people that are that are that need to sell now would like to sell now want to do something but they don't want to put their family at risk you become the go-to person for you know that's a professional at this type of a system if that makes sense that's that's the direction we go Go ahead.
0: yeah I feel like you and Mike really at least if not invented, brought to popularity, the concept of being the expert advisor, right? That language, I think, started with you guys coming into the marketplace and helping agents really don't be the average, shifting into the language that the market needs to hear and wants yeah. and needs right now.
1: Yeah, it is. Uh, it is. You know, and, and things that aren't are, aren't acceptable. They were never acceptable to us, and and the way we did business, like just randomly going out and showing a property to a buyer.
0: Today, that isn't going to
1: happen. Like you know, the, you know, not only are people not going to want you to show their homes randomly to random people, but you're not going to want to go just meet random and, and show a property. You're, you're you're going to have a higher standard today with making your timeline and your motivation. Like all the things that we've taught agents to do over the years as as best practices now become like a minimum standard in, in today's and that you have you have to operate differently. So it time as any to adapt and become that true expert like and not waste your time or put yourself at risk and going out and showing properties to people that are not um you know on a timeline that that it would make sense and they're just, um without having that commitment from someone today you'd have that to be out. crazy. Yeah yeah
0: yeah I, I feel like I feel like we just tapped into something really big that I didn't realize we were going to talk about which really is the marketing and positioning more than the tactics. Uh, so I was I was just thinking that in the same way that you need to pre-qualify someone before you go show them a home or before you go on a listing appointment, I think there's a new level of pre-qualification that you need to bring. And this is where I'd love to get your thoughts, which are, um, you know, let's use your wife as a usage case. I think she set this whole conversation up for us, which is if she's, if she's freaking out about people coming into her house, yet you're trying to sell it, how do you address the spouse or the other people's in the house concerns we kind of dive into using what he knows from the marketing world that has helped him sell hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of homes a year help thousands of agents um i feel like that's the big shift that we're gonna we're about to discover i feel like the next two parts of the show we're going to talk about the tactics the marketing and the message because as we were saying there's always a buyer there's always a seller one what do you say to them and then i think the second really need to sell how do you reach them? Then once you reach them, what do you say? And so, uh, as I mentioned earlier, we're working our way back from, uh, towards the, the lead acquisition side of the conversation. And so, um, we know that expireds, there's still probably going to be the people who wanted to help, wanted to need, have the need to sell FSBOs. The hanging fruits, probably still going to be the low hanging. It's just going to be more narrow. And so, um, I really hope we can get Jay back because I feel like we're hot on the topic. Uh, Jay and I used to mastermind together uh, in the uh, his coaching war room where we would come up with ideas there. People still looking at their phones. In fact, if not more, people are still, you know, but fewer driving on the highways. Probably not the best time to put a billboard out there, but maybe. I know Jay's done radio and TV ads. Um, I'd like to get his thoughts on what the viability of that is right now. Regardless, in fact, there's probably more attention now being paid on mobile and apps and uh, Facebook than ever before, and so with that's where I feel like the opportunity side of this is going to come from. Why we're naming it stability and opportunity because as it's shifted away from work, people are in, you're you're at home with your kids, people are at home with their families, and they've got to put their attention somewhere, and they are still have they still have the same desires. A lot of people who wanted to buy or wanted to sell. In fact, we're actually some of those um my my wife she's still on this is funny this is true every night before we go to bed for the last 2 weeks even after the the virus concerns has have reached the next level she's still on zillow she's still on realtor.com and she's still showing me this house this house this apartment what do you think about this footage and so i feel like using my life as a proxy for many of the other lives out there of the other people who are looking to uh move and sell and buy that it's creating pent-up demand man i wish jay was here right now he would love this he would love to be a part of this conversation i feel like as the days tick by more and more people are going to want to move and that list is going to grow and as we hope that the outbreak doesn't reach the, the worst case scenario um, barring something like that, which I think everyone's greatest fears are being reflected in and talked about right now. I was I was talking about um, the opportunity side of this is, and I was using my life as a proxy, is about like the mortgage rates, where they're going to go and how much more house we can buy. And so I feel like the conversations around real estate are still happening. In fact, they probably are backlogging to a point where pent up demand's going to happen, even though we're not having the active showings. And so I feel like the attention is that's it's increased people are not at work people are at home they're with their kids they they're they're still thinking about their futures right they still want the same things they wanted last week but it's just on hold and delay and so i feel like right. this is this is an intention game and you know let me jump to you and say how would you play it
1: audience of of people right now and you should be doing the same thing i think um um being the you know that the tension is there. Um, you have the ability to um, be a you know be added value and being someone that's communicating what's going on in the marketplace and the things that we have been talking about and discussing. Um, you can continue to be updating the market about in real time about what's going on. And so you know markets don't change um, overnight. Overnight, they don't change. You know they don't they don't crash overnight. They don't crash over investment of real estate because the markets are so volatile. So um, there's going to be pent up demand for real estate. People that wanted to buy are still going to want to buy in 90 days. If this thing, um, you know, if this thing is is over in you know 60 days or 90 days or, or some, some somewhere in that area, there will be a pent, and no different than uh, we saw when with the tax credit in 2000. I think
0: that was 2009.
1: 2008. Okay. Uh, the the, the all the sales up into the time frame where they get the tax. So you know, and and then there was a little bit of a lull after that. But then right now, people are if, if people are unable to. Um, get a purchase made or, or go out and, and look at property or um, you know, self-quarantine or however you want to look at it, if that slows down sales as is it, is it may very well do, what, what has to happen is, is, is the pending ratio is the number that you look at. If you want to understand the real estate market, look at the pending ratio. The number of homes that are actively in any, any price bracket and you know, any way you want to slice the data and looking at your market. But the pending ratio is really what tells if, there's a, if the pending ratio is, is, is really, really, really high, which it is in most markets. Um, it's going to have to come way down. I mean, there's going to have to be a lot more inventory on the market, um, um, a lot less buyers or putting buyers under contract. Until that happens, prices don't come down, and they don't come down overnight. They come down over a period of time where somebody's more motivated. You know, ninety days later on the market, they need to get their sold. Maybe they lower the price. But as 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 the opportunity now is when things start to normalize and uh, things get back to normal you know we're creatures of habit we're going to go right back to what it was doing um and if that was buying real estate then you know that the offers are going to be being made i mean people have the ability to sit at home like you were talking about and and do a ton of research on on what they're what they're really zero in on what it is that they're trying to do and so i would expect this to be a huge opportunity when things do start to normalize and um the market our, our markets are going to pick up where they left off
0: so what would you do right now to capture attention what would you say where would you say it uh generate leads and even if those leads really just mean like sphere of influence or um uh, we'll call it uh, you know information dissemination right like to talk to your audience what would you do right now to get in front of both i would say friends family followers and strangers right? Turning strangers, mm-hmm. yeah. strangers into friends. I think that's kind of the opportunity here. If, if right. the market slows down, that's part of the opportunity. Um, right. where would you go? What would you say? What would you do? You have a list or you have an audience and, uh, that message to them?
1: Yeah. What I wouldn't do, let me tell you what I wouldn't do. What I wouldn't do is I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't be investing more in cold marketing, you know, cold marketing leads, Zillow, realtor.com. I would not be doubling down on, 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 any of any of that type of marketing. because, and first of all, I don't really have a high level of belief that that's a good way to spend your money. Um, and I, 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 yeah, I wouldn't. I mean, it's a it's a kind of a crutch for the lack of understanding how to how to generate leads through through other other means. But what I would do is is I would become um, I would be an audience. I mean, I would I would be build the biggest audience in my marketplace I could on Facebook and by talking about real estate and by having headlines related to what real estate and and the people that are going to tune into that the people that watch you know a certain amount of any video or any interview if you're if you can't if you don't feel like you can carry a conversation yourself on, on a topic of real estate then get someone that you can interview and have a conversation like we're having and and um, and you know you want to be from a position of, of adding value to people and educate them as to what's going on and what to expect in the coming months And be the most knowledgeable person about what's going on in your market as far as real estate goes. Um, Be the most knowledgeable person about the rates and where they're going and what that opportunity creates. And educate, educate, educate the people in the marketplace. And what happens is when you target a a broad audience in your marketplace, some of those people, your friends and family are going to watch, some of your sphere of influence is going to watch. But the people that are thinking about real estate and what they're about to do are going to tune in to your channel. And then you can, with that, now you can retarget them any, anything, any other message or call to action that you would want, um, you know, at any time that you see fit, but they're going to be tuned into your channel. And to me, that's the greatest, um, the greatest influence that you could have is, is people listening to your, you, you talking about real estate and the market and what's going on at your expertise. And, um, that's how you start to build trust. And so that's, that's what I would do. And, and uh, I would do that in a really big way.
0: You know, just to kind of even model, like you, What we're doing here is one, there's a lot of agents who have time. And so if you're watching this, you're spending your time that probably would have gone to something else here with us to talk about what is the other aspect is the big headline. And we are working to put out a show every single day, just the same way you described it, talking about what's happening, talk about what's going. So when business does pick up, I mean, I'm you know kind of giving away our strategy here but i want to do it not because i want to copy uh, i'm worried about our competitors copying it but i want to share it with our audience because they can copy it i want right. them to go do what we're doing right now and get out there talk about relevant issues like between people who have something important to say and show up every single day and impression after impression after impression after impression creates trust trust when the the market finally starts to come back Activity starts to kick up. Who's the person that helped talk you through what was going on? Right. Right. Exactly.
1: Yeah. It's it's um you know you're building you know the same thing in in helping agents build their brands all, all across the country. What I my own market is is you become the person that they think of first. And in any environment, whether you start with a neighborhood or you start with um you know any any and if there's ten people in your audience, and it's not about who's watching you live, so don't get caught up in that. It's it's the number of views over time that matters. And so you're going to get a lot more people that watch it than do do live, you know, over the course of time. And the cool thing about content is, you know, it, it has a shelf life, right? Like, so if I mail a, a, I can mail, and like, you know, there's all these things we could do. What we'll take advantage of this opportunity to try to maybe pick up some market share? Well, you can you can send a mailer, but you know, you got to mail to every single person in a neighborhood, and only maybe a handful of those may be thinking of selling. If somebody's tuning into your channel and they're saying, you know, what to do if. Thinking of buying, um, you know, buying, you know, during these these difficult times, or what 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 you should the three things you should know if you're thinking of selling. Um, if your goal was to have your home sold by the end of summer, right? Like anybody who clicks on that and watches that video, you know now is somebody who was thinking of selling their home by mm-hmm. the end of summer. You couldn't do that with with direct mail. You couldn't do that with billboards. You couldn't do that with online. and with online marketing. You can, and that's the beautiful thing about Facebook and what it allows you to do is you can retarget those people now for pennies. And I mean pennies. It's so, so cheap for you to retarget a person that watches that video, especially somebody that watches you know 25% or more of that video, is has proven themselves to be interested in what you had to say. And now now you have the ability to retarget them with a um, a call to action and a reason for them to maybe reach out and get in touch with you. Um, and so that's you know that's the that's the strategy. It's the same thing that, that we're doing with content that you guys are doing with content. But if I was in If I had to become the go-to agent in a marketplace over the next 60 days, that would be my strategy. I love that.
0: Yeah, I I don't have any hard data on this. I'm just going to make an assumption that um, because spending's pulling back, that the bid-based system is Facebook ads. Demand has gone down. Supply has probably gone up. Uh, I'm sorry, the opposite. Yeah, demand has gone up. Supply has gone down, if you want to think about it that way, which means have come down and so i feel like the opportunity to spend your way into broader new audiences has never been cheaper
1: right yeah that, that's that's uh, you know it's funny because you know we, we didn't even discuss what we were going to discuss when we got on here i think we both you both know that the spirit of uh, uh marketing and, and thinking through all this that we come up with some good content uh, as a part of it but yeah this is you know it, it it gets me excited because this is something that you know, really, truly anybody can do if you're an expert. I mean, you, you need to be an expert. And and I would start tracking that t- uh, pending ratio daily and in the price brackets. Like I broke every market that you know, we look at markets and, and price ranges and neighborhoods and, and, and segment it in a way that it makes sense to you. But just watch the pending ratio and then report on that. Say, listen, we're watching the markets. We're watching what's going on in the real estate market. It's not like start market. It, there's no you know there's no it went up or down today. So we're gonna pay attention to what's going on. We're gonna report that live. But but think about what you have to do when you're creating content. Think about what questions do people have right now that that are thinking of doing something or would like to have done something over the course of the next 90 to 120 days. If we think that's when this is gonna normalize and hopefully we come out of this. How would you um, get
0: those questions? Because I, I well, a, the question yeah. method's beautifully simple and effective and so how would you go get those questions?
1: Well, I think, I think you, you have to think like of the consumer, like if you, if you, if you were buying a, if you needed to buy a house in the next 120 days, what questions do you have right now because of the coronavirus? And then that should be your headline, right? Like think, think let's let's go, let's just play with that. So if you were a buyer and, and you were, you were needing to make a purchase, um, in the next 120 days, whether you were moving to a market, which, I mean, that's, that's a really interesting thing to think about, but, or you were in the same market and you were needing to make a purchase and, and. And that was an important move that you were trying to make um what would be um what would what would be the question you have you know um i think it would be around you know um you know how how do you how do you um how do showings work in this new in the new economy right like mm. something you know how how are home showings changing in the new economy if i was a buyer that knew i was trying to buy in the next 20 days i might click on that right i might it might be interesting enough for me to click on i think you know, teaching it. on that content would be how you would, um, you know, it's an easy way to create content when you think, because there's really truly questions. This is a rare time that we have that is is not the norm and and things that pe- people are not thinking the way that they've been thinking. Like real estate's ridiculously simple. W- what is the seller always thinking about? I want to sell, how much is my home worth? That hasn't changed in, 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 in as long as I've been in real estate and it will never change. People are always going to be interested in what their home is worth. And so, you know, that's the game we've all been playing forever. The game has just changed. And now there's an opportunity for you to, when the, the entire mass of, of and I was looking in the mirror this morning, I was like, I'm, I'm going to need a haircut. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to be able to get one. You know, like there's, there's things that, that, you know, we take for granted that we, you know, we now are not, we're going to do without those things. There's certain things you can't live without. One of them is definitely Wi-Fi. I've noticed that, mm-hmm. um, you know, that's for sure. You know, and, and, but there's some, we're, we're living without things. We're learning how to adapt to this current scenario. But in, in the, in the terms of, of, you know, people that need to do something, which I I'm wanting to talk to people that are, that have a high need to do something, a high need to purchase for some reason, or a high need to sell for some reason. Those are the people that you want to be talking to because those people are going to listen. They're going to tune in and they're going to lean in and listen. And so, you know, the more your message, than anybody ever before, right? More than anybody ever right before. 100 right so it's super interesting to talk through um it really does base to um to add value to your to your clients and um you know become uh, you know a resource for them
0: again i don't, I don't want to poke fun at this in a way that is disrespectful to the seriousness that this poses but I, i'm going to speak this for the matter of concept right everybody loves to have a designation right you go through training you understand as an actual concept, but I think to the individual watching this, to the agent watching this, because no one's going to make this except I think for you. And that's part of I think today's lesson is, you know, how do you become, and I, I apologize, this is going to speak right to it. And again, it might be insensitive to the matters, but how do you become like a certified pandemic selling specialist and buying specialist? Mm-hmm. Right. And how do you what language skills that then could help you achieve? staying in business because I remember I worked with Alex Sharfman during the financial crisis in 2008 around the CDPE and like <laughs> he there was a acute pain in the market right and there were problems that needed to be solved and it was it was education and systems and marketing that helped 50 000 to 70,000 agents in that time stay in business and I know this is different mm-hmm. than that then but I think principally it's not yeah so I feel like you and I are probably gonna have to do a post call on things just to kind of I mean you Cracked open my brain. It hasn't been used <laughs> Same here. Right? I, I haven't, I, I felt like we both like broke out the, you know, broke out the power washer all of a right. sudden on things. <laughs> yeah. That, that, that's I, a
1: fun conversation.
0: Yeah. But I do have a couple of like, uh, still a couple hard hitting things that I know, you know, and our, our audience, which is primarily prospectors, people who pick up the phone and dial for dollars. And so uh, we approach this conversation, I think, from the other side of the equation, which I think is super important spheres, I would say 80% of the people who are watching this are doing some version of uh, co calling based prospecting. And then uh, they then get that contact, they then get that appointment and then get that relationship and they then get that email address and they have some they have something to then put content towards. And so we started with the content. So let's Mm. reverse back now towards where I would say a lot of our audience is probably wondering and thinking I'm an expired prospector. I'm a phone prospector. I do mailers and maybe door knocking. Can you help advise those people right now around what you would do? You know, the, the familiar, no cost, low cost lead generation strategies that you guys built your businesses on. Yeah, for
1: sure. Yeah. And, and, and to, to echo what you're saying um, you know, I built my business on, on that. And, and I think a lot of it, you know, and a lot of people that, if, that, if that is truly obviously the audience here, would agree that you know that's 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 how I became skilled um, is by making those calls and, and going through the difficulty of of um, you know getting told no, how to lose a listing in every possible way. Um, that's what built my skill set up to a point where I could afford to spend money in marketing. It was also what allowed me to have a budget to spend money in marketing to acquire a customer through inbound, which is really the the like we started the, like you said we started the conversation kind of flip flop. Um. So, uh, yeah, I, I definitely wouldn't abandon any of that to just do this. But th- this certainly is is an offering, a, a service. That, that service is I'm gonna, you know, stay in touch with what's going on in the market, so you know what to expect. You know, um, if you want, you can follow me on my Facebook page. Uh, I'll be doing regular updates to give you an idea of what's going on in the market. We mm. don't know what to expect. That would be more of the uh, more of the approach I would take with people is is educating them to. Um, you know, listen to, to the advice that I'm going to be putting out there about what's going on in the marketplace. And then I would want to understand their needs and need. Um, and I would, you know, a needs analysis I, you know, how, how, how important is it that you sell this home in the next 90 to 120 days? You know, okay. And, and I would still be, you know, um, you know, then I would introduce what we were, we're starting to create in our minds is the, um, uh, you know, the virtual home selling system for today's economy. Mm-hmm. Um, for, for highly motivated sellers. And that's where I would introduce that uh, concept to them. And uh, would you like to know how that works? And, um, you know, obviously you're not going to. So what we've created is a virtual selling system and this is how it works. That, that I would, I would completely like revamp everything to uh, a new script around that. And, um, and that would be my approach.
0: I need someone to go register virtualsellingsystem.com right system.com <laughs> <laughs> right now.
1: It's probably gone now, right? Yeah. Somebody, somebody's fine. quick on the trigger.
0: Yeah. yeah. Good for them. Um, yeah, that was beautiful, Jay. I think that really just spoke to the really the, the essence. Uh, agents are like, what do I say and what do I do? That's the heart of this series that we're putting together. This was the first episode. I imagine we're going to have you back. You and I are going to get offline here and uh, wrap some ideas. Um, this was a. This was essentially we had planned for a lot of other things to happen over the next couple of weeks, like people like most businesses. And uh, we essentially pulled the break on everything Monday morning to really take a look at what our customers, our audiences need right now. And so um, that pivot put you on the spot as the first guest. And so um, we just thought of you right away. There's a couple other things I want to get to before we go. We're running out of time. I just want to remind everybody who's watching this, right? Dash, opportunity, dash series, Probably not the best, easiest uh, URL we came up with to, to speak about. Uh, if you're already on there, um, and we'll put the URL in the YouTube channel. Uh, you can find it there, and there's a little pop-up pop up that will come up, so you can get emails um, as we put more and more of these things out here. I imagine we'll probably also be pulling some of the best like Jay's little uh, super short, super effective. I loved it. Just like phone script right there. I'd love to get into more of those things as we get further down. Like I said, this is the first episode. So you're helping us break ground on what really needs to be said, what really needs to be articulated. Um, Again, it's a scary, but also an exciting time, stability and opportunity. Um, And so before we go, I think if we could spend just the last, whatever time it takes us, I know this is huge. This is about connection. This is about uh, networking. This is the same principles that worked in the last version of this market. And I know you guys are big on this partnerships, strategic partnerships right now. I think what, what, what could be more important than being able to align yourself with other businesses who are fearful, struggle, needing help. And so let's talk about what you've done in that area. And let's spend some time like revamping and adapting your primary JV. That that was, yeah so uh this is what i know um you and mike back in the day created uh how to partner your way to hundreds of deals essentially you know you know call your your lawn care people call your dry cleaner create a relationship any market conditions but i imagine even more so now and so if you had to pull that playbook off the shelf and say okay over the next 30 60 90 days 120 days um who else has my customers who else has my audience and how can we work together and partner together to bring something of value so when the threat of the pandemic subsides subdues and people get out of fear and into action yeah. what would you say and do to those people to then bring um that expanded love- he's on
1: instagram um, is i am add value but he created this shirt and it's um it's got a little plus sign and it's add value. So like, that's my, my whole mantra to life, right? Is like how you add value to the most people's lives. And, um, so I saw that brand and I was like, actually, I think I hashtagged it. And he, he reached out to me and was like, Hey man, I created this brand. I think you'll like, it. I was like, dude, that's awesome. I ordered a bunch of shirts. And so, um, he was, a, he was super excited. I think he's had a hard time, you know, getting the brand out there or whatever. But at any rate, it's just, um, that's, that's really what the focus has to be around is, um, you know, with the relationships you have and all of the different, um, you know, all the different people and all the different industries. On during, you know, during these times, hey, listen, you, you, you know, I've always respected you and your business, and um, just wanted to touch base with you and and you know, let let you know is there an ask. Is there anything I can do for you in your business over the next 90 days while I'm gonna, you know, probably not be doing a whole lot, you know, uh, within my own business. If there's anything I'm to add value, like if you ain't gonna be out showing houses and you're not gonna be face to face with as many clients as we have. Been, you're not running and gunning like we have been um, then, you know, I'm trying to add value to other people's lives or at least give letting them know that if there's something I can do, I would be willing to do that. That's going to put you in, in a, not doing it because you have an expectation, you know, that, Oh, you're going to send me three deals, you know, after, you know, when things get, you know, get, get back rocking, you're doing it because you genuinely, you, you have to fall in love with the the, the people in your life that and that make a difference for you. And, um, you know, you, you don't do it because you want something in return. You do it because you genuinely want what's best for them. And if you know, this is an opportunity now for you to add more value to other people, and and, and uh, uh, instead of folks being focused like we always are on our own livelihood, then this is a great opportunity for you to dis for your business. It, it's it's a game changer for your life. Um, and so that's you know the Jay Abraham you know strategy of preeminence is mm. really really where that is coming from. But you know, once I started doing that with my my relationships, and I started teaching them the business principles of J. Abraham, and doing that quarterly, and I'd invite them in, and then we would work on marketing campaigns for my, you know, like the key shop, just key shop. We had made key copies of keys for all every listing we ever had for all these years, and and uh, they paid to be a vendor and be a part of our vendor program, and and we you that know, was we, the word I was
0: looking for is your vendor program. Every
1: house that um, sells, we, you know, we have that data, but no key shop in town was was sending a postcard of like. You know, Has keys to your home, you know, you know, free set of keys or whatever, you change your locks, right? So, like, you know, we help them, we help them with growing their business, not just through us, but you know, it was because we were focused on just adding value uh, to to those vendors.
0: I love it. I love it. If we could spend a couple last minutes, kind of going through a list and maybe spark some thoughts and ideas that agents who are listening to this right now i want to start creating partnerships again while everybody's home hey you want to talk about what the future looks like when this when this clears up there's so many yeah Let, let's spit off a couple right now so that way people can okay i know one of those i know an insurance home insurance person right um what are yeah, what are what are all the people that you that are on a vendor list
1: yeah so so well i mean it, this it's there's there's actually um i would even expand it to think don't just think about who gets paid every time you do a real estate transaction there's carpet cleaners carpet companies there's um, there's painters, there's landscapers, there's, I mean, there's so many people that, that, um, you know, get paid when we do a transaction, right. And so we, we have all those relationships and, and ideally you have, you know, really good people in all of those areas, but you know, when somebody moves to town, they need a new, you know, a new hairstylist. They need, um, you know, other new services that, you know, where are they left? Um, and, and they come into town, a chiropractor, I can tell you how many chiropractors I went through before I found one that, that can actually fix my back whenever it goes out. So there's all you know. There, there's multiple businesses that that you could become aligned with, and I think you know, there's no there's no end to that. You know, just think about you know all the people that you regularly do business with, and if you move to a new place, would you you know would you um, have to find someone new? And those those are people that you could introduce. Um, you know, you can inter-
0: day or so to kind of pick up what we've opened up here, and. Uh- I think too. Just, just kind of in respect for your time, which I, I've seen your calendar. You, I know you've got something in literally 30 seconds from now. Um, right. And so uh, I wanted to use every possible minute I could to reconnect, share ideas, uh, start, the, start the process of creating stability and helping agents who are struggling to see the opportunity um, get clear on what's possible. I think the biggest thing that we really can talk about here is the principles at work, work no matter what the conditions are and adapting them time you know the threats are going to the lesson are going to lessen, like they've done every single time the world has mm-hmm. faced um war the world has faced other pandemics the world has faced so many other you know we had nine eleven. we had we've had so many crises uh positive ready stable and uh open to receiving i think what the next level of opportunity is going to provide all of us that's right well said Thank you, thank you. So uh, I wanna thank everybody for taking time today. I know you have a lot of it, but spending it with us still means it's special. Uh, Haley, Andrew, everybody working remote at Red X right now, we're your software, your leads, Uh, we're still here. We're still up, still running 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. And uh, sales teams uh, still fielding questions about the way our software and services and leads can help you stay in business, grow your business, Some of the things we talked about here today and so if you just could bear with us a little bit in that area chat will be one of the fastest ways to get your first level questions uh if you need to talk to somebody that's still available just want to let you know uh we're here stay safe uh, stay clean and stay calm i'm justin zimmerman